Hello everybody and welcome to Slap Talk. For the second time in a week, Jamie is pulling his hair out at this point. Yeah, you've overdone me here, Jordan. Twice in a well, week. Oh. And it's not so much the twice in a week. We've actually tried to do a couple of other podcasts for coming shows. So we've done some practicing as well. So it has been a very um, tough week here at HQ. Becoming a becoming a full time gig. This is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to quit my job in there. Isn't I? Neil's gonna fill when I tell him. Uh, I've basically got to quit my job to talk shit to people. <laughs> All of our four listeners. That's what that's what you do anyway. Ah, not very nice, is it, Jamie? <laughs> um, before we uh, start the podcast, um, obviously this week we've lost um, three motorcycle legends, really, um, with Badger Goss, uh, Joe Robert, and Dave Wild now. Um, yeah, I did some research on Joe Robert. He was actually a six-time 250 world champion. Really? Yeah, which is obviously so incredible. He's got, be, a... he's got to be what? In the top five most winning, winningest riders then, I would think. I think it's about 50 GP wins he had. Yeah, so he's up there then, isn't he? Yeah, so a legend. And obviously that iconic picture of him going around the left-hander with the leg out dead straight. Proper leg drag going on. Proper. Well, leg drag, it looks stiff, like, looked like he was going to do a knee at any point. But yeah, absolute legend. ACLs um, weren't a thing back then, I don't think. No, I don't think it was, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, Badger, I think he was a factory Husky rider at one point, earning some good dollar. And racing for U- uh, UK in the MX Nations. Yeah. And um, probably the one I, well, I said, I didn't know <laughs> Jean Robert, but um, Dave helped me out a lot with my starts at Premier, which... He was, uh, it was real random. Like literally I was just at the, I think I was just at the van with my dad and he just come over and started talking. That's how I met him sort of thing. Yeah. He's a bit of a, bit of a local legend to us, isn't he? He's um, yeah. helped a lot of riders out um, with his track and just like say a bit of general, general bit help. Of like, yeah. And the same with Badger really, like he's sponsored riders and helped riders throughout the time. So yeah. So never a good time to say goodbye to those two. So our thoughts are with the families of all involved, which is a, obviously a very tough time. Um, but yeah, so it brings us, uh, we're with Supercross. So we said, on, I think we said on our last podcast, we're going to do like a, a, you know, a Supercross podcast. We're not really going to go into too much depth. Just talk about a few hot topics as such, because it's, it's a gamble really, isn't it? Who's going to do what and where, so. Yeah, who knows? This Supercross season could be a strange one, a bit like last yeah. one, but hopefully, well, yeah. hopefully a little bit better. But they did have an A1 last year, Jamie. They did have an A1 last year, and this year is the first time Anaheim isn't in the calendar since 1996. Well, that's a long time. That's huge, really. So, like you said, that means Barsha's got to win uh, Houston one. H1, yeah. H1. So, Bam Bam was one of the last two openers, isn't he? Yeah. Did you see the, the little video they did? Uh, at Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's crazy. They took a load of dirt in and did a proper video, yet they can't race there. That's... No, they didn't know no dirt. Metal ramp it was. Oh, was it? It's a metal ramp with an airbag finish, yeah. Oh, I thought they had some whoops or something in there as well. No, no, literally, like, the bike was dirty from the test track that day. Oh, uh, right, okay. They went on the way back, but yeah. No, um... Yeah, so, obviously... To be honest, I was a bit confused. I've seen it all. I thought it was a wedding, but they actually, yeah, like you said, they actually went there, so... Yeah, so it sounds like no California races. Well, there is no California races yeah, there at won't all. Be any, no, no, so no calendar. No San Diego and no Anaheim. Yeah, so that's going to be a little bit strange. And obviously, three rounds in Texas, which is the 16th, the 19th, and the 23rd. So I believe that is obviously this Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah. 
So that's going to be obviously the triple, like it's almost like a triple crown, but obviously three actual main events. So yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird, like you said, the testing bug and stuff. Yeah, if they so... have any issues, they can't go back to California and test because it's too far. The logistics don't add up. Yeah, so you're going to struggle to test in between each round, isn't there? And then there's the fact that if you pick up a slight injury, usually you'd have um, seven days for it to heal. Now you've got, what, two? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two no, or you're three. Right. Um, so it's going to be very like very taxing on the riders. Same, same as Salt Lake City was last year, but I think a lot of them like almost, the format, though, didn't they? Almost be worse. Yeah, I know for sure. A lot of them did quite like that format, though, staying in one area. Yeah, I think and... it. I think it does work well, but maybe not at the beginning of the season when people haven't got setups and. Well, yeah, but they've got a winter to test setups. But I get, I get what you're saying because if they do have a nagly issue, they're yeah. going to try and get to the bottom of it. But like you said, they haven't got the the safety net of the test track anymore. It's going to be, unless they're a top premier team, I expect some of them have probably rented facilities to use while they're there, but your average jerk, well, not your average jokes, another of them are average jokes, but you're, you know, your privateers are going to struggle on it. Yeah, they're not going to, yeah. So they're going to have to do more tests on the night if they have an issue, which obviously is hard to test on your race days because really racing enough is the, is the stress. So I don't know. Um, but in fairness, we talk about the nagging injuries. That's sort of, me and my dad were talking about Gas Gas with just Barsha. So they've got one rider. I know Barsha is normally pretty good for injury wise, but if he picks up an injury, there's going to be no Gas Gas in that 450 class on its first year. Yeah, I'd like to think they've probably got someone who they could draft in or they Freddie Norren. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Phil and Fred. Or Phil Nicoletti. Oh, I'd love to see Phil Nicoletti back. I think he's doing outdoor. Is he? Yeah. That will be cool. He's trying to make it happen. But whether it does or not. Filthy Phil. Filthy Phil. Do you, have you seen that practice crash of him when his hand comes off handlebar? Oh, I don't think I have, no. Go and watch it. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my God. It's scary. Yeah, like, you watch it. It's horrendous. Um, Yeah, not not a nice crash. Um, So, yeah, like, obviously, if, if Barsh is injured, like you said, you'd like to think they have someone there. But if Barsh does get injured, there's going to be no bike out there. Yeah, they have got an East and a West 250 guy, so... There's potential yeah, know, potential that one of them could um the premier class. Yeah, but I mean there's potential that one of them could step up if if they had to. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't know. I can't see that up then. Um but yeah, I guess what you're saying. Um the other thing I want to talk about was there's no um there seems to be no Blake Baggett. No Blake Baggett or Justin Hill, actually. Oh Justin Hill, he's he's in the hills, literally. With his brother. The hills and the hills. Um, probably smoking substances and listening to some rock music. All right, so we, we've cleared up where Justin is then. Yeah, that's, that is, uh, that's a known fact, I think. But Blake, uh, there's been nothing about him. No, and it's quite interesting, actually, on one of the other podcasts, they were talking about um, there could be lawyers involved and stuff now. Because basically, if Blake goes and rides another bike or another manufacturer or, or doesn't wear anything he's contracted. Because wasn't he still contracted? Yeah, for like till 23, some people are saying. Oh, that's crazy. So it's a multi-year deal and obviously he's gone. I don't know if he's unpaid, but he, obviously he's owed money. Didn't and Justin Hill got... have a contract still as well? Mm, I don't think he signed it. Oh, right. I know there was contract. Um... So I believe the story was he was told he had to sign the contract before he went back to the test track. And he went to the test track without signing the contract and then never signed it. And that was how that split ways, I believe. Oh, right. I'm not too sure if that's 100%, but yeah. And he had already signed a deal with O'Neill as well. 
obviously, um, the smart top Bullfrog Spars team are lay out head to toe. So he had already signed an O'Neill deal prior to that season, I believe, as well. So he's just just bonehead mistakes, bonehead moves, um, and they're not signing a contract. Much like the Savachi thing with Honda, but a lot of people are saying Savachi had the KTM thing lined up anyway, and he was just praying that was going to happen. Yeah, what you're saying about the Blake thing, that could potentially work the other way, though, if they fill his seat when he's still contracted as well. Oh, um, yeah. They, oh, there's going to be lawyers. Like, it's, I don't, I, it sounds like there's going to be lawyers involved. I, I don't know the insides and outs. It might all be, you know, the dust might be settled behind closed doors. They might have an agreement, but... Yeah, who knows what's in their He contracts. can't do anything. Like, Blake can't do anything because... Yeah, at the minute, like from the outside looking in, he's in the right because he's literally is you know his spot's been filled. He's yeah. unpaid by the sounds of things, and um, you know someone else is riding his bike. But as long as he doesn't do anything like go out and ride and race, then he's in the clear. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for all involved. I can imagine, and oh, I'm yeah, sure, sure it will slip into the press somewhere along the line. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah, it'd be nice when it does finally come out because. Silly season's been very silly this year, and um, that is one in I would love to know where that is going to happen. Talking of silly season, yeah. Something I wanted to raise: Chad Reed was back on the bike. Really? Yeah, he's back. He was back riding with Hunter and Jet the other day. I hope he don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to. No, I don't think he will either. But he did jump on a bike and go riding. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's still rides and stuff. I know but... for Reed, he would love to do one round and keep his number. Yeah, I, mm. I really, I really, really hope he doesn't because I am a big fan of Reed and I loved him for uh, most of his career. I went off him when he um, cocked about with Dungey. Yeah, I would agree with you there, but he's so much of a legend. I think it's yeah, he's a legend for sure. But I don't know. It's towards the end. It was like. Yeah, it's hard he, for him to let go, but I don't know. He almost left it two years too long, didn't he? Really? Yeah, but like I said, I went a little bit sour when the with the Dungey thing. But you know, Dungey was a partner for a championship, and Reed just held him up for two laps, three laps. Yeah, it's, that's not really on, is it? But no, I thought that was a proper bonehead. He would have lost some people. And I mean, you know, Reed is a legend, and at the time, people. But it does make you appreciate people when they leave because obviously now Reed's not there. I'm sure he's gonna be missed. Um, but even like Dungey. I, when Dungey was winning, I was just like, oh, it's boring, it's boring. But now he's not there, you realise how much of a legend he, he is and how good he was. For yeah, the how, how good he was, because no one's been that consistent since. No. Since he's I mean. left, what, Anderson won one championship. Yeah, Webb. Webb won the year after and now Tomac. So, yeah. what did Dungey win? Four on the trot, was it? I don't think he won four on the trot. I think he won two on the trot. I was at Tony two. But, like, he won the 450 in his rookie year, indoor and outdoor. Yeah, I think there's only two people who've ever done that, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think Carmichael might be one of them. No, I don't think he was. No? No. I have a feeling it might have been M Mig, maybe. Um, or someone God. from someone from a long, long time ago anyway. This this um yeah, don't you know, these facts they're not facts, by the way. This is our we don't know, we haven't done no research on this. That's that's <laughs> embarrassing because we should probably know that, but there you go. This, this is just us guessing. So we don't know because this wasn't you know, this wasn't planned, this is just us. Chat and shit, hence the podcast. Um, <laughs> there's going to be no Ralph Shaheen commentating this year, which sucks. Yeah, that is a little bit. Um, he's still going to be about, isn't he, on press, I, hope, I think, press and I, media. I really hope they don't have that Australian guy again. 
he he compared Jet Lawrence. Now correct me if I'm wrong, people, but I'm pretty sure he he uh, compared Jet Lawrence to Graham Jarvis. Sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in one of the like one of the openers he compared, or maybe Kenny or something. He compared someone to Jarvis. To Jarvis, out of yeah. everyone you could compare out of to, everyone you can pick, he compared him to Jarvis. A 45-year-old man who's very good at riding over rocks. Yeah, but also not very fast. <laughs> well, he is fast. You know, he smoked me. But what I'm saying is, he's you know, you compare him to the other guys like Lettenberg or Outlaw. They go fast on the flat, whereas Jarvis struggles a bit. Yeah, that's so. Um... You're not even comparing. Yeah, he's very. Te- oh, he's probably the most technically skilled off-road rider in the world. Probably one of the. You know, in that aspect, obviously not Tony Bow and Cody Webb and Johnny and all that lot, but you can't. I don't think the the similarities aren't there. You know, <laughs> so how, that's like comparing. Other than the fact that they both ride a motorcycle, I can't think of can't anything else to, to compare. Yeah, them. the similarities. That's like comparing Lewis Hamilton to Ken Roxon. You guys like Ken? <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is unbelievable. Yeah, he he said something along those lines, so I'm but, sure. A lot of people are comparing Jet to um, Stuart, actually, at the minute. What, James or Malcolm? James. Why? Saying he is sort of the best since. Oh, he's much more natural than James is. You reckon? Oh, yeah. I think they're more about raw raw speed, I think they're they're talking. I'm not on the... I was on the Jet... I was on the Jet hype for a bit. But since the dog thing on the podium... In the outdoors, I I prefer. I'm more of a rooting for a Cooper now. Justin Cooper. Yeah, I don't think I'm not saying Jet's got too big for his boots, but there's a lot of hype surrounding him. But I do think he's going to back it up because he is so natural. I don't think he's quite Prado natural, but he's he's there or thereabouts. Obviously, we haven't seen Prado on Supercross. Actually, no, there was because he went over there when he was about eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he, he was in two fifty was... around in California. God, he looked good. Yeah, he was pretty handy. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but yeah, I don't think um yeah, I'm not on the I'm not on the jet hype train. I'm not really that interested. He, he, yeah, he's gonna be good for sure. But he's got I don't, know, I don't know if he's got a championship in him. No, I mean he might span dango himself again. Yeah, that's my concern really. But I I don't know. I'm not sure whether um yeah, I'm just not a massive fan. I've gone off him a little bit. If I'm being totally honest with you, so like I said, I'm more rooting for Cooper now since the dog thing. I'm a dog lover. You're a dog lover, and he basically said it was unprofessional, but eating a donut on the podium ain't apparently. <laughs> there needs to be more. There needs to be more um, personality in the sport anyway. So, you know, fair enough, eat your donut and and bring your dog on the podium. But you don't need to talk about it after and slag him off on social media. You know. No, I'm not all for the social media slagging. That was a wrong. That was a wrong move. But there you go. Um. Another thing, we've got a couple of injured riders now as well coming in. So, obviously, Dylan Ferrandez is coming off of an injury, a wrist injury. So, he's back on the bike. Yeah. So, whether he grenades himself as well, I don't know. Still going to race though, isn't he? So, yeah, he's, so com- he's there. coming in injured, but yeah. riding. But riding. Um, Shane McElrath has injured his shoulder. So, he's going to, I don't know how many rounds he's going to miss, but he's going to be out. Which sucks because he was like the fastest guy at the test track. Yeah, rumour has it he's been very, very fast, hasn't he? Yeah, he's like... Really like leapt on that 450 ride and like just been like a frog to water with it, basically. Yeah, some of the guys do, don't they? You get on the 450 and they're suddenly very good. Because Shane's pretty technical at the old Supercross stuff, so I was looking forward to seeing how he gets on. 
thing is with Shane, he's been in the 250s a while and there's not many of the guys he hasn't beat. No, exactly. That's what I mean. He's beat most of them. Like he was beating Webb at the time, I think. Yeah. Um, he's, he's beat Webb. Obviously, seeing Cerullo. Yeah. Uh, he probably beat Faulkner and people like that at the time. So he, there's no one he, in the, the lately that he hasn't really beat. No, he's he would have been good. So it's a shame to see him miss, um, miss it. And also, more close to home, Anstey. Yeah, that is getting actually. I'm like really annoyed about that because this is for the second year when he was over there. You know, he's over there for Supercross, Motocross, and he's missing the Supercross. But I think someone commented on his social art. Don't don't worry, get him ready for outdoors. But we're not interested in outdoors. I want to know what he does like a Supercross, and so does everyone else in, yeah, in America. Supercross. We, he's only gone to USA to ride Supercross, hasn't he? Exactly. In America, Supercross is king. Yeah, the outdoors over there doesn't really matter. Oh, does it's it? nothing. No, yeah, it's nothing. No, so. Well, nothing compared to Supercross, and that's all the sponsors, that's all the people are interested in is Supercross. So, yeah, for sure, it's a little bit devastating to see him miss that because I was excited to see how he's going to get on. Because imagine, he, again, look mega. Yeah, I imagine the team will be pretty good as well. Yeah, no, for sure, especially on the RM Army. So, yeah, being a bit of a privateer team as well, really. Yeah, but um, definitely would have had some more help with the closure of JGR. They, I'm sure they must have got some bits for sure. Yeah, I have read somewhere they did. Yeah. You'd like to think they inherited some of their parts. So, not that, it, you know, I'm not saying it's like night and day, but I'm sure some of it and the knowledge, I'm sure there was some stuff, you know, um, shared within Suzuki and Japan. And yeah, I'm sure that'd be uh, be good for them to pick some of those parts up. Um, Dylan Woodcott as well. English, obviously. And looking good again. Oh, not injured. I'm not injured. Oh, we're moving off moving off the injury, yeah. Well, I think there's only two I really know about, but no, yeah, Dylan um is not injured. But he's British, so we're staying on the British subject for a second. Yeah, yeah, I did see a couple of videos. He was looking really, really good. Obviously, Looks comfy. Back on a Kawasaki as well, wasn't he? Yeah. So where he's well, where he found his home for a, a little while yeah. over here. Back to his roots, you could say. Yeah, and he is looking solid. So it'd be cool to see if Dylan can make some uh mains. Yeah, no, that would be good. I like yeah. Well, like I like said, get, he gets the night show and then he hasn't made a main yet, but hopefully. Yeah, I sort of believe he almost could. I think this could be the year. I hope he, I hope he makes it. It's a long way to go, in it? And it's a lot of money. And Yeah, I think he's got some pretty good connections over there, though. So, yeah. Um, like you say, in that sense, I think it's quite a, quite a lot of help. Yeah. Yeah, no, so hopefully. Oh, while we were on the Suzuki front, I think there's a 250 team. No. No? Really? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, believe no, no, it like, if there I'm is. I'm pretty sure it was like, I think I think Cantrell's riding on it. Really? Yeah, Cantrell and um, possibly Derek Drake. Different coasts, maybe. But yeah, I read something somewhere. So there might be a 250 team as well. I think they've took over as the main effort, obviously, for 250. Because obviously, no, there's no um, JGR. So... Unbelievable. Yeah, it's Chaparral, possibly FXR, I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I read that, there's just, so it's going to be cool to see some Zookies out there. Bit of yellow. Yeah, I, I, they're so, I love them. I think At the minute, it's only been Husky's rear mudguard, but... Uh, sounds it like is might, yellow. Yeah, it sounds like we might have a yellow uh, yellow bike as well. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. I um, Yeah, like I said, I'm, I love Zookies, I think they're mint, so it'd be nice to see... Uh, I imagine they're quite a good bike, it's the fact you've got to... Kick it. Yeah, do that thing with your right leg. Yeah, I haven't. I even my beat has got electric start. Yeah, it's really not that cool. They used to come with kickstarts, but they actually took them away. Yeah, it's not not cool at all, is it? 
Your Android bike got a kickstart. Your 125. Uh, yeah, 125 is, yeah. Yeah, has that got electric start as well or not? No. Oh, that is awful. But I know you can start it with your pinky, but that's not the point. Yeah, it's not. It's, to be honest, you could bump it by like walking with it. Yeah. And you could kick it with your hand. So it's not really the end of the world on the one Kick it, is it with your hand. Or start it with your hand then. Kick yeah, it I over. Have, I might Push try and do that. do that. I might try and do that on the 500 so many times I can break my wrist. <laughs> your uh, bottom part of your arm will be going through your elbow, I reckon. Yeah, I will. Perhaps I should. Um, yeah, we'll do, we do a GoFundMe and I'll start it in a pair of Crocs or something. <laughs> Make sure you've got insurance. Oh, yeah, I'll need it. That, that will snap. I've seen a video of someone starting in a like one in a sandal or something and you literally it's like a video of youtube like literally what are you going to do so i'm going to make a video of me starting my 500 with a flip-flop on well straight up does it i've seen it like, yeah nasty not, not about that but that's way away from supercross yeah yeah i know we've gone off a bit top bit of topic there but yeah so to be honest with you like i said we weren't gonna we're not going to talk too much about the riders and the list because everyone knows who's in it really but it's just uh like I'll talk about a rider I think is going to come in. Well, a couple, should I say. I think Chase Sexton's going to be really good. Yeah, I do also. Because I do he's... Think, I think he's going to make Roxon look a bit silly at times. He might do, yeah. He's, but he's, he's just like... I don't know. It, it's like the 250 was holding him back maybe a little bit, I feel. Um, he's so efficient on a bike, and I feel like he's... You know, his racecraft is a lot older than he is. He's still only young, so... Yeah, I'd I, agree with like, that. He's got a long career ahead of him, and he's smart, and like I say, he's efficient. He just, he's going to be really good. And I think he's like one of those riders where when he needs to back it off, he will as well. He's not stupid. Yeah, the only thing I will say is he's had the... Well, East Coast last year was awful. Like, there was no one in it, really. Um, So, he had it easy in that respect. But then he did win the shootout, so... And he won an outdoor, last outdoor of the year. On a 450, wasn't it? Yeah, 450, yeah. Yeah. So I mean. So you can't count him out. He's going to be, he's going to come off that confidence. He's beat the guy. I know he's beat him outdoors, but he's still beat him. Yeah. He's got to go in there and... Uh... To be honest, I do think for Roxon and Tomac, actually, they've both got young, really, really fast teammates. Um, oh, AC's. And... And oh, I love AC. So them two, them two are going to have to watch out for their teammates, really. Yeah, because in a minute, they're going to be taking over. Yeah, they are going to be number one. Aren't I they? mean, AC will on raw speed. Yeah, there's, that's undoubtable. I but Tomac's almost like AC in the sense he's like either rocket ship and just how the hell did he do that, or he's trying too hard and crashing, but he don't get injured. Whereas, well, he did back in the day with his shoulders and stuff, but AC seems to hurt itself. But I say that not as much as uh, previous years, but he has had obviously last year he sat out a few rounds due to an injury. So I'm just hoping he stays healthy. But the yeah. other rider that I was more um, swinging for as well was, um, I don't like him, but I know he's fast, is Malcolm Stewart. Yeah, Malcolm could actually win some races this year, couldn't he? Well, I don't think so. You don't think he's going to win? I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's going to be. He's going to really surprise some people. I think he might get on the box. Yeah, he's going to be there, isn't he? But it depends how fit he is. No, because I do, like say, he's got I good don't support think... around him on a good team, hasn't he? And it, yeah, he no, is... but I don't necessarily think he's a very hard worker from what I've heard and what I've seen as well. Like, What, you mean fishing isn't hard work? Well, well, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, how many times do you want to kiss that fish and chuck it back in? Put up for his mouth. <laughs> I caught that one yesterday and he's doing it at his own place, I suppose, as well, fishing. Yeah, probably. 
But no, it's I just I don't if he's got the fitness to back up the riding, then my god, yeah, podiums and like top five podiums. I don't think I don't think he'll win. If he does win, I'll be shocked. But he's a, he's a bit of a four to eight guy, isn't he? I'd say so, yeah. But I, it wouldn't shock me either if he got on the podium because of how fast he is and how good he is in the whoops. Yeah, and if he can get out of the gate, I do think he could probably go a little bit. Yeah. Oh, but Chase is working with James, isn't he? Actually. Yeah. Someone else mentioned this. So He's working out of the compound. Yeah. So yeah, and and James is obviously, well, James is James. Mm. Raw speed. He, nowhere near. I don't think. No, why not say not nowhere near? He was as natural as Chase Sexton was. No, Chase is. Or as Chase Sexton is. Sorry, should I say? No, he is very. Um, good. But James, for. I mean, like Toronto in 2014 when he come from last to like first, and he was doing that. Did you ever see that? Like when he's doing like a horrible quad, quad. Yeah, quad? That, that was nasty on the split section, wasn't it? No, yeah, on yeah, there was that where he was. Yeah, that no, that was uh, same track, but he was going triple, triple there. But just off the start, you sort of went, you went start left. There was like uh, a wheel tappy bit. Yeah, I'm with you now. Where he yeah. where he passed Dungey. He was gaining like half oh, a second, wasn't he? Like. He was getting on Dungey, he just went passing like he was stopped. Yeah. And then that... he was going, and then the next section was a right hander and then a long side. And it was just quad, I think it was like quad, quad, or triple quad, quad or something. And he was doing it like most laps, and it was rutty as hell. Like, yeah, yeah straight where, up animal. That's where James was mega. Yeah. And then he, he'd have rides like that, but Tomac's the same, and so's Roxon. Yeah. A little that... bit different, but. But like Roxon last year, when it, I forgot what round it was when it was a little bit, well, it wasn't a little bit, it was very technical. He just, he had a couple of off weeks come back and then just smoked them. Yeah, the good guys can do that though, can't they? They just manage to regroup themselves and, and go. Yeah. Um. So it's anyone's, it's, like I said, it's too many people to really, you're yeah. not gonna, I don't think you're going to narrow it down. It's the, just... only, the only guy I want to give a bit of a G up is going to be Zach Osborne. Yeah, no, he's. Obviously, coming off the outdoor championship, Andy won the last race at Salt Lake, didn't he? Yeah, so he's got a bit of momentum. Yeah, major, well, major momentum, I would say. Um, um, yeah, outdoor champion. Yeah, so I do honestly think he could be a, a contender, really. Yeah, because people won't really be. People are more talking about Webb, Rocks, and Tomac. Seeing Cerullo, Cerullo, Barsha. I do think he's coming in a little bit like as the dark horse, even being the champion. Oh, yeah, no. the out- outdoor champion. Yeah, you're probably right because I haven't really, to be honest, I haven't really thought about it that much regarding Zach. But no, he, yeah, no, maybe I'd love for Zach to win it. Yeah, it'd be mega. I think he's awesome. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know who's gonna win, but no, no so you're gonna you're gonna struggle to call a winner, aren't you? Yeah, off the, off the bat, you are because it's gonna be it's such an open field. But it's right what my dad was saying: the top ten will probably be similar to last year. And it will be, but you're gonna. What I what I said was these guys coming in like your good two fifty guys like Dylan, Chase, um, obviously Shane is injured, but that's three people. So that already puts three of the back runners from last year out of it already. So like your Antig Nap, maybe a Marty Davalos. I know he had some good rides and like Bowers and people. I don't know. If, I don't even think Bowers is right. I'm not sure if Bowers is riding. No, who knows what he's doing. It's going to push that you know the guys that are always towards the the cusp of just getting in, Cole Cunningham, people like that. They're going to be they're going to be pushed out. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. So what I'm saying tough, is, is tough the whole, for them sort of yeah. Guys. So the 
the the top the top twenty one that get in are going to be fast. Yeah, it's not going to be. Oh, they're all fast. I mean, the four fifties are the two fifty, not so much. But it's going to be a deeper field the whole way through than what it was in previous years because of these fast. 250 guys coming through. Yeah, there's going to be some disappointed guys that don't qualify and there's going to be some disappointed guys that can't race because they got COVID as well. Oh yeah, that's the other thing like you said. Someone at some point will probably test positive. Yeah, so... It... Tim Henman has it. Tim... No, Andy Murray. And... Andy Murray. Tim Henman. Tim Henman. <laughs> tennis. He's on his way. Tim Henman's making a return at Melbourne for the tennis. Yeah, he's coming back. He texted Bre- me last night. He's on break- on breaking turn. news, everyone. Yeah, you heard it here first. Right, down. I'll tell you, man. Um, yeah, Andy Murray's got it. So they're questioning him regarding the, whatever it is, the airport. Yeah, the Australian Open. Mm. So I love it. We've gone from um, Supercross to a bit of KX500. Now we're on tennis. <laughs> if there's anyone has any other suggestions, what other sport? Oh, we spoke about Lewis Hamilton as well, very briefly. Oh, oh God. We've gone way, week, way off tangent. Next week, I think we should... Uh, do the podcast while sewing. Yeah, that'd be nice. To really lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think we should wrap this up, Jamie. That was, uh, you know, our brief, you know, just yeah. a little bit of chat about Supercross, the riders and a couple of hot topics. I don't think there's anything else really that no. sticks out massively. I know afterwards we'll both ring each other and go, we should have spoke about that. But No, I think it's a good little Good little talk about some, and we didn't want to blab some, too. We didn't some, want to blab some too topics that people wouldn't have spoke about. So, um, regarding upcoming shows, we are zeroing in on a couple of guests, so we're hoping to do that. Um, whether that comes next or whether an analysis of a supercross round comes next, we're not sure. No, um, we're not sure. We're, wing it, we're winging it from here on out. We are winging it, yeah. From now on, this is pure. We're jumping. We ain't got a safety net. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure what the next episode will be. But as soon as we know, we'll uh, put it out social media-wise. And uh, hopefully you guys have a tune in and have a listen. So, um, yeah, I mean, from here on out, Jamie, I'll uh, I'll see you on the next year. That's it. Yeah, see you uh, next week, John. Yeah, cool. Cheers, mate. Cheers.